I want to talk about something I was listening to Mike speak about just a, a couple of days ago, because it is a big topic of conversation, just how many cars are being stolen in Canada and here in BC in particular, lower mainland in particular. By the time you're reporting your vehicle stolen, it's already on a container ship going to parts unknown, uh, sometimes being tracked to those places and spaces. It's very obvious that we have a huge problem here. Mike mentioned that he's had his car stolen from his driveway. I'm going to add my name to that. You've been hearing me sort of chat about it all morning long in the promo. I have had my car stolen from in front of my home, standing there with keys in hand going, where's my car? Thinking I, 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 I must be seeing things, you know, rubbing your eyes, trying to, trying to clear the, the, the gaze so you can see your vehicle. Nope, it's it's gone. And how many times have you had your car tossed? How are thieves getting into your vehicle? Well, that's a big problem because the tools of the trade are literally available online. You can clone my key online. That's why. It's not that you're leaving your car unlocked or unattended. It's that it's so incredibly easy to steal our cars. The federal government says an estimated 90,000 cars are stolen each year in Canada, resulting in about $1 billion in costs to Canadian insurance policyholders and taxpayers. As is the case with any form of theft, it ultimately comes back to you and me, the taxpayer, to, to cover the cost of, of what ultimately happens here. So what can Ottawa do? The Liberal government is looking to put a dent in auto theft by finding ways to ban those devices I was talking about, those, those key cloners, etc. cetera. Uh, will that be enough? What needs to be done? Well, let's go to somebody who is very involved and invested in this subject matter, the president and CEO of Global Autom Automakers of Canada, David Adams, is our guest. David, thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me. How, how much is this impacting this this it, it, the availability if you will of the the tools of a criminal trade on this sector well this is um you know as you highlighted in your opening it's uh it's a multifaceted issue and there's no uh no silver bullet that's going to solve the problem it's a uh, so, silver buckshot if anything but it's uh it's a multifaceted uh, solution with uh a number of different players involved as being part of that solution. And it's something that we've been, um, we've been working on for the last year and a half with, uh, with our own members and, and advocating, uh, you know, some of the changes that you outlined uh, with government for the last, uh, say almost a year or so now. Um, but you highlight one key issue, which we've, uh, we've flagged, which is just how available um, replacement key fobs are, for instance, and devices, uh, on various retail online retail platforms that uh, ostensibly have no other legitimate purpose other than to facilitate car theft. And I think most of us have seen videos where when police busts have occurred, you always see not only the car, but usually some sort of small box-like device with some wires with uh, key fobs uh, close by as well. So uh, I think one of the things that the government did that uh, was appropriate was take action to look to ban the, the sale of these devices because they are facilitating, uh, uh, facilitating auto theft. I want to just play a quick clip here of Prime Minister Trudeau. Um, let's, let's listen in on this and then I'll get your thoughts. Canadians need serious action. 
A catchy slogan won't stop auto theft. A two-minute YouTube video won't disrupt organized crime. Cracking down on auto theft means bringing law enforcement, border services, port authorities, car makers, and insurance companies together. So your thoughts on uh, what the prime minister has to say there? I think we agree with the prime minister and, and this is the summit is actually something that we had been advocating for for a, about a year. And I, I think you could say, well, one element of success walking in the door was the fact that you had all the, the different folks that have a, a touch point on this issue of auto theft in the room. Um, you know, we had some good discussions. Uh, I think the real issue now is are we going to have legitimate action and an action plan to contend with auto theft as we we move forward. Um, you know, certainly highlighted the issue with the ports. I don't think it's a secret to uh, to any of us, at least in southern Ontario and Quebec, that the Port of Montreal represents a real challenge in terms of trying to contain auto theft because uh, the CBSA at the Port of Montreal doesn't have the adequate resources that it needs to continue to uh, work to inspect the um, uh, the containers. They frankly need to do a better job of inspecting the containers, but having more more money and more people isn't the solution either. Uh, they need to look at technological solutions to be applied in those circumstances as well. And I think that was one of the other commitments that came out from the uh, the government just a day before the summit, uh, committing, I think it was $28 million uh, more to yeah. assist in the CBSA and whatnot. So that's important. But then you know, also it's a resource issue with uh, law enforcement officers as well, as the prime minister noted. Uh, we need to ensure that um, if we've got the capability of tracking vehicles, that there's somebody can, that can actually interdict these vehicles if we we know where they are. And uh, the other reality is is that there are there are jurisdictional issues, oftentimes between different um, cities, municipalities, uh, rail yards with their own private police forces, uh, their municipal police force. Um, you know, it, it can be always somebody else's responsibility. And, you know, that was one of the key issues that came out as well, is that we need to find a way of better knitting together all of the, the pieces of the puzzle here so that that information uh, can be communicated almost real time between the various parties that have a piece in trying to recover that vehicle. Because, uh, as we all know, the thieves work very quickly in, uh, in terms of... Uh, grabbing the vehicles and moving them out of the country. We're with Dave, David Adams, the president and CEO of Global Automakers of Canada. And you reference Toronto and Montreal. Uh, certainly it has been an incredibly hot topic here in British Columbia, the port of Vancouver, policing or lack mm-hmm. thereof uh, at the ports here. I know when, when I referenced having my car stolen from my driveway, I was actually living in Toronto. And by the time I called police and said, uh, my, my, Lexus SUV is gone from my driveway. They, the police actually said back to me, "It's already on a container headed somewhere. We're not mm-hmm. even we're not even dispatching." So this is, and this has gone on for years and years. You said, and I think this is a great uh, descriptor. We need silver buckshot here. So on top of the key cloning uh, issues and and stopping those, the availability of those online, the ease with which criminals can can get access to our vehicles, but also following the port, uh, you know, the speed with which vehicles are being sent abroad uh, and policing mm-hmm. at ports. What are a couple of other things that we need to be mindful of here from your perspective, David? 
Well, I think we need to be mindful, too, of the fact that we need a better system in terms of verifying what are, what's actually on those containers. Uh, because right now, uh, from our perspective, Canada's system is lagging behind, for instance, the, uh, the systems that, that's utilized in the U.S., where there's a much more robust um, checking and verification of the manifest process to confirm that you know, what, what is on the, the paper, if you will, is actually what's, what's in the container. And, you know, I think the, that combined with the fact that uh, from our perspective, you look at the vehicles in Canada and the United States, they're essentially the same vehicles. Um, you know, we have an immobilizer standard in Canada that the U.S. does not have. So theoretically, that would suggest that our rate of theft in Canada should be lower uh, than the United States, but that's not the case. Our rate of theft is mm-hmm. higher. So it uh, leads us to believe that there are some of these other factors like the port, like uh, more enforcement that needs to be put in place. And, and frankly, also dealing with the, the perpetrators that are, uh, are stealing these vehicles when they're caught in a more aggressive manner as well. Indeed. David Adams, president and CEO of Global Automakers of Canada. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us today. Much appreciated. Thanks very much for having me. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.